You're listening to the FUVFC Podcast on WFUVSports.org. FUVFC on this January 23rd, 2018, our first podcast of the calendar year. We have awoken from our long winter's nap, and we are back talking all things soccer here at WFUV. Christian Hoban is with me today in Jackson Heil. I'm joined by the two, I guess the two blondes, you could say, of I'm the not, staff. Yes, you are. I'm not blonde. Have you, you are, ever seen my hair? You are dirty blonde, it looks like, in this what? light. In this light. Maybe you might be like, no, maybe you might be like brown hair. Normally. I have I have brown hair. You have brown hair? Okay. This and, is outrageous. And Nobody's this, ever accused me of being blonde. Oh, white blonde. is like shining right on his uh, right on his head. and it's, I, it's, I mean, I get it. I'm angelic, but like, <laughs> I'm not blonde. Okay, fair enough. We definitely did. Jackson Heil is definitely, he's blonde, definitely blonde. So he's here. Jackson, how are you? Uh, I mean... Hard to say I'm bad after what happened this week. I would say so. you are the man of the hour, but unfortunately that is Christian considering yes. his Eagles are in the Super Bowl in two weeks' time. But Chris, uh, but uh, Jackson, your Manchester United picked up probably the biggest deal, the biggest success of the transfer window so far, and that is picking up Alexis Sanchez, your team Man United, really bolstering your attacking options. And I don't think it's going to make a huge difference on the league this year. I think City have more than enough of a gap, but it's, it's going to be it's league title or bust next season, in my opinion, for Man United. Yeah, I mean, like you said, it's a 12-point difference right now from City to United, and I just don't see that being, well, adding Sanchez, I don't see that making a massive difference this season. Mm -hmm. But like you said, I mean, I feel like it's United City next year, and then it's just a massive drop-off right after that. I mean, you can argue Tottenham and Chelsea can make maybe something interesting there, but... Like you said, I mean, the the attack is sensational now. You put Sanchez between Rashford and Martial, and it also affects Lukaku as well. It just adds another scoring option to draw the def- defense away. And then Pogba's just got all, pretty much anyone he wants to distribute the ball to, he can. So it's it, it really is going to bolster his attack. Hopefully, unlike Mkhitaryan, Mourinho uses him correctly. But <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll see. Uh, overall, I mean, hard to be even remotely upset. Mourinho does have a... Terrible, terrible reputation of mismanaging players. I mean, Juan Mata, when he was at Chelsea, I mean, he was Chelsea's best player for two years running, and then Mourinho absolutely. I mean, he figured out a way to mismanage Hazard, which is like genuinely hard to do. 100%. I completely forgot about that. Hazard was absolutely terrible in in the 2015 16, the year after they won the league the first time. Yeah, the time with Mourinho, yeah, like than the eleventh place Conrad. finish. One. Yeah, that one was that was absolute disaster. Don't want to go back there. <laughs> so we'll start obviously talking about Mkhitaryan and Sanchez. We'll talk about the top four after that. And Christian, this is going to be near and dear to your heart. Spurs currently in fifth. Liverpool losing yesterday really throws a lifeline to Spurs because they are the odd team out at this point. Yeah, they're the odd team out. Uh, they're two points out, but it it is definitely a dog race and it's only Spurs and Liverpool at this point fighting for fourth. I mean, uh, Spurs have put a three po- only a three-point cushion on Arsenal, but Arsenal are losing Alexis Sanchez. They just haven't been playing as well. So, it is between Spurs and Liverpool and Liverpool do have a more potent attack. I mean, yes. they've been playing firing on all cylinders all year. But Spurs have the best striker Spurs in the league. Spurs have a, the best striker in the league. But the and best it, attack is Liverpool. The best attack yes. as a whole uh liver outside of City obviously. But like of those Are two, you United now too? Of those two okay, of those yeah, two I'll teams, give it to City, but then I'll go Liverpool second. Of, yeah. of those two teams, Liverpool have certainly the better attack, but I would say Spurs might be a more complete side especially at the back, especially if Alderweireld comes back relatively soon like they expect him to. Um even in the midfield 
Liverpool have the advantage in the attack, but it's just a matter of form, injuries. There's a lot of things that can go wrong for both teams in the last 14 weeks of the season. So it's going to be a real interesting dogfight for that fourth-place spot. No, absolutely, and I think I think it's definitely a good point how it's going to be a dogfight. It's going to be four teams for two spots. I, I, I wouldn't count Arsenal out of it just yet. I mean, I think... Yeah, Mkhitaryan, I mean, you can't, you I can't th- count you, I, them out. But. I don't want to underrate how Mkhitaryan is going to fit into Arsenal. I think he's he's a solid player. I mean, people, people forget at the beginning of last season, he was great when he first came over from Dortmund, and then Marino decided he didn't really want to use him I mean, anymore. He was and great he's, this he's year. He's rotted on the bench. Year. Exactly, yeah. He's, he's had some great moments, so I don't think this is like a throwaway deal for Arsenal fans. I think they get a very solid, solid player obviously not at the level of Alexis but I think they got a solid player back and that's going to make this top four race even more interesting yeah I, I think just to get rid of the distraction that Sanchez provided not that and it's not he was still performing on the field when he was on there but the whole distraction of whether he was going to stay whether he's going to sign an extension to have that gone now and to have a player in Mkhitaryan who like you mentioned I mean this dude can play like he's one of the best passers in the Premier League he does struggle off the ball and he needs confidence to play and when he saw Mourinho kind of shatter that confidence, he just knew that his time in, at United was over. Speaking of Arsenal, we'll talk about this Aubameyang to Arsenal rumor. It seems to be really heating up. There seems to be some sort of truth there. Will they get him? Will they not? And if they don't, who will get him or will he stay at Dortmund? Dortmund clearly don't want him. They don't like him. They're, they're, they don't want to put up with his antics, so to speak. He's a bit of a... a, bit of a um, not a great character guy, and that not, isn't really what fits well at Dortmund. So we'll talk about Aubameyang, and then we'll talk about Real Madrid to kind of finish things off. Real Madrid, uh, somebody came out, I forget exactly which player it was, he says we're going to have to fight for Champions League spots. I want to say it was Tony Cruz who said that. I'll look if you could now, look that up for me, yeah, absolutely. But one player came out after another loss they had, or another draw, another dropping of points in La Liga a couple weeks ago. One of their one of their star guys came out and said the cha- the, the league title... Chase is obviously over. We got to figure out how to qualify for the Champions League next season, which is crazy considering that Real Madrid obviously back-to-back defending champions, and right now they're gonna have to they're gonna struggle to finish third right now. I mean, Atletico have been playing really well too. Yeah, I mean, they did make a bit of a statement a couple days ago. They won what seven to one in the league. Yeah, um, but like that. I mean, you would expect Deportivo that to happen. A bad they're team. They're fourth right now with thirty-five points. So they're, they're nineteen f- back of Barcelona, and they're they're five points back of uh, Valencia for third. Yeah, but, that's um, bizarre. It's crazy. It's crazy to think about. They do have a match in hand. So yes, they do. That does but, help them. But still, that's assuming they win that match in hand. That's still two points off of third place which so. is which is crazy to think about I mean Real Madrid obviously have dominated Europe they've won they've won many league titles recently I, they won the league last year Cristiano Ronaldo obviously best player in the league best player in the world last year but this is it's really all kind of falling apart for them this season and we'll, we'll talk about them to close out the show in about 20 minutes time so we'll start with you uh we'll start with you Jackson this is this is your time to shine so I'll give it to you Mkhitaryan for Sanchez, your thoughts on the deal? Well, I, I'm ecstatic as a United fan. I think it's impossible not to be, given that, I mean, you get one of the elite attacking players in the world in Sanchez who, I mean, you look at his time since he's been in the Premier League. He's third in goals since he arrived at Arsenal, only behind Harry Kane, who's been excellent, and Romelu Lukaku. So you're obviously getting a ton of talent there, and he just he provides depth, really, at every position, and that's hard to say for a guy who's, 
an elite striker, was an elite player like that, but he can now fit in if Lukaku gets hurt. You could play him on the wing. You could play him up the middle. You can really play him anywhere. And he provides even more help to Paul Pogba. He's he just he makes that attack so much more complete because they really needed another goal scorer in that lineup because they were rely, relying on and not to put not to put some damage on Jesse Lingard, but they were relying on him to score goals at one point, and that just kind of shows you how much of a yeah, you kind of tailspin the season yeah, has taken after that. such a hot start. So I, I'm I'm ecstatic to have him. I, I, I do I'm upset the way Mkhitaryan kind of exited with the way he was treated at United, as I mentioned before. That's, because that's the game you play when Mourinho's your manager. Exactly, I mean, that happens. Because, he's I mean, he's going to do that to players. You look at the way he started the season. I mean, he had five assists in his first three games, and then Mourinho just stopped using him, and it shattered his confidence. So... Listen, I'm ecstatic about the move. I'm upset to see and a little nervous to see how Mkhitaryan fares at Arsenal because I think that's a guy who can fit very well into their system. But Sanchez makes United much better than what they are. And the one thing I did want to say about Sanchez, the addition of Sanchez, is it is nice that he gets to play in the Champions League because he was playing in the that, Europa yes, League. Yes, and he deserves that's to a, play in the Champions a, that's League. That's a big help for Manchester United to be able to transfer in a player of that quality in the middle of the season who is, who is eligible yes. to play in the Champions League. And the other thing is his versatility just frees up so much for Manchester United in terms of how they want to set their lineups. And in terms of uh, they're not going to make a push for the league. I think we've all established that we're fairly confident that Manchester City is going to walk away with it but if they it, haven't already if they, they really, yeah, yeah if they, they haven't really they have ha- they really have already but like the thing is just even putting that quality into the lineup gives them more options in terms of rotating for other cups I don't they're still in the FA Cup I assume yep. and everything so they they they'll have just more opportunities to rotate even if and just to get a player of Alexis Sanchez's quality is going to be an incredible help um, for everybody, it's going to grow those young players that they have on the wings, and it's it's just going to be a huge help if Mourinho doesn't mess him up the way he has done with other star players. It's, it's like past. sad to say that that's like a huge if at this yeah, point. Yeah, that is it. And to be considered that's one the of game, the top that's managers the game in the you, world. Exactly, that's the game you play with it's Mourinho. I mean, bizarre. he can be great at, at his time. And you've always said you're not a huge Mourinho fan. Oh, I mean, I, I hated him. I hated him at Chelsea, and I hated him at Chelsea. I mean, <laughs> I, I I hated the. He won us a league title. <laughs> like the the fact that like I was almost angry after we we went from Van Gaal to a different manager is, like, sad, given how bad Van Gaal was here. Mm-hmm. So it, it just, it, it's just, I, I just, I really hope he doesn't screw this up. But overall, his quality, it just, it takes the burden off of so many players. I mean, they're relying on Paul Pogba for so much offensively. Now he can drop back, focus a little more defensively in that, he's in that two-role alongside Nemanja Matic. And also, I mean, they were relying on Lukaku as well a lot. And Sanchez just takes a whole burden off of all these guys and just provides them with so many more options. Does this make Manchester United Champions League contenders? That, that's tough to say. I, I think they were always contenders with De Gea in the back. That's fair. To, to be honest. Best keeper in the world but, right exactly. now. Exactly. But overall, I mean, it, to add a player of his caliber, I, I, I still don't think – I think they can be a top four team in the Champions League. I don't see them as necessarily contenders to go all the way, though. Yeah, I, I don't think it's necessarily that this makes them favorites or anything by any stretch. But I think it, it definitely bolsters their, their ability to – on any given day, beat anybody in the Champions League. I, I, like, I would yes. agree with that, that. Like, they're they're probably not a better side than some of these top teams in the Champions League, but they can. But they're much more capable of beating them now that they have. Alexis Are they Sanchez. a better side than Bayern Munich now? Oof. I'm gonna go with it's very close, and either of them can win on PSG. No, no, Barcelona. Yeah. Uh, mm, no, probably not. Real Madrid. 
Uh, Some talent, th- talent wise, no. But in current form, form yes. you've got to. I if yeah. you if it was Real Madrid, Manchester United in the next round, I'm taking Manchester United 100 yeah, percent yeah, because I would on, the, on current form right now. If we're stacking up just talent, I, I think United. You could argue United are better than any of these teams, but I I really think Mourinho holds them back tremendously. Just given <laughs> given like given, I like it. I, g- thank the, you. Somebody finally feels my pain. Oh, I mean, I I really I don't like him. Just you look at the way like he approaches big games. Like it's just like you stack nine guys back, hope to get a goal on the counter. Like it doesn't work. And we'll see how I that mean, and we'll only, see how that plays in the Champions League. I mean, the only reason that they've gotten three points out of a game against a team like an Arsenal or a Liverpool is because of Davide. I mean, like you yeah. look. You look at the game they won three one against Arsenal a few weeks back. I mean, De Gea was literally the only reason they were in that game, and the only reason they've been in really any of these games against quality sides. So that that that's my one reason for holding them back. They have a good. They get Sevilla in the first. Yeah, that's not a is, huge which deal. Which is an easy yeah. match. Was an easy. It should be an easy matchup. But I, once you get Christian until, shaking his head that it isn't an easy matchup. No, no, no. I'm agreeing that it's an easy matchup. Oh, it's just yeah, reminding yeah, me yeah, that yeah, Spurs yeah. drew Juve, and it's making me sad. <laughs> yeah, that's that's going to be a real tough matchup for you, Christian. Tough matchup. I think Chelsea get the toughest matchup. Yeah, I think yeah, that's yeah. that's going to be a real, real dogfight. I think Chelsea will put up a good effort. I don't think they're going to win, but I think it's going to be decided by one, maybe two goals if Ca- Barcelona gets one on the counter, maybe at the end of, end of something like that. I think it's going to be a real, real close matchup. It's great to have five... Premier League teams in the knockout stages, not just in the Champions League, but in the knockout stages. And, and, I'm I'm excited for it. And they'll all be at least close matchups, if yes. not heavily favoring the uh, English teams. Guys, in the case of, do you guys remember like a year back when they were talking about how like the the Premier League was like in danger of losing like yeah, a I Premier know. League yeah. team? They were and, and or, uh, a Champions League. Yeah, club. Champ- yeah, you're right, a Champions League team just because of like no one, no one could get out of the group stage. I mean. United didn't even get out of the group stage in one year, and they were there was like there was rumors that like they could be adding. They could one lose one to, to Syria, yeah, to Syria. Yeah. But I mean, a that's whole not lot has ha- that's not happening anymore yet. because mostly because of Chelsea and Manchester United's Europa League wins. Yep. That's mostly why that stayed intact yep. because they get so many points and whatever the, rankings. The Syria has kind of been depleted outside of Juventus. Yeah, and uh, Napoli problem. this year they're really giving them a run for their money. It's going to be. I, I think Juventus will end up uh, taking that one, but. Napoli right now they've got a one point lead on Juventus. It would be a huge upset, I think, if if Napoli and they've got the players. I mean, Mertens is absolutely incredible. Oh, awesome. Insigne, Callejon. I mean, they've got great players at Napoli. I think it's going to be a great dogfight down to the wire in Serie A. Top four. We'll talk about that now. Um, let's. So it's it's four teams for two spots. You've got Chelsea in third. You've got Liverpool in fourth. You've got uh, Spurs in fifth, and you've got Arsenal in sixth. People are writing off Arsenal. I understand why people are doing that. Nobody trusts them. Yeah, and I, mean, I would I would agree with that. I don't trust Arsenal either. But I think that with Mkhitaryan, now that the Sanchez drama is over, on their day, I feel like they can beat just about anybody in this league. And I feel like it's really unfair that people are writing them off at this point. Yeah, I don't, I don't know that it's as much writing them off, is, uh, but it's more that they, they can certainly beat most of the teams, in, I, I mean, Manchester City out, um, notwithstanding, they can beat just about anybody on their best day. But I think it's it's a case of they are clearly the sixth best team in the Premier League. I would agree with that. I th- Yeah, I think they will need some sort of luck on the, their side. Yeah, and it need... is Arsenal. They've been a very unlucky team in the past yeah, few years. And I mean, anything could happen. Salah could get hurt. Kane could get hurt. Exactly. Liverpool and... Spurs could fold. 
in some way and Arsenal could fight their way into fourth if Mkhitaryan fits in well and they get on a good run of form. It's certainly going to be an uphill battle for them. It's going to be an uphill battle and all things being equal for the rest of the season, Arsenal would probably you would probably they'd probably be your safest bet to be one of the two teams that miss out on the. I would 100 percent agree with you on that. Uh, yeah, Jackson regarding Arsenal, I, I if if they want any chance, they need a lot more out of Lacazette because he really he's hasn't, really struggled. Yeah, he, he, so he really hasn't provided them. He much started at all off lately. okay, but l- yeah. l- lately he's been he's been like he's won a Morata esque goal drought, and he doesn't have the attacking players around him so he yeah. can kind of maybe get out of that drought like Morata has. I mean, Morata's flanked by Hazard and Willian, yeah. and, yeah. <laughs> and Lacazette's got a Wobie running next to him. <laughs> like, Jesus. Yeah, I, I, I think if they do add Aubameyang, I think that could be a real yeah. difference. Oh, yeah. I mean, and we'll they, talk, if, yeah, we'll talk about him if, in just a second. We'll get to. If but, they add Aubameyang, all bets are off. I agree. But, yeah. But again, I mean, th- there's so, there's just way too many question marks to tag them as a top four team. I mean, Ozil could still get moved if something drastic happens between now and the end of January. Doesn't look likely. No, I but it. it could. I mean, it, I think it, Wenger said he's going to stay. Yep. Poor, poor Ozo. Yeah. But. Uh, I, Liver, yeah Liver, Liverpool, Liverpool scares me a little bit. Not not in the fact that they can contend, but that they could stay in a top four position. Just given how poor their back four is, I mean. You just look at Tottenham, like, and we were talking about this before the show. They're, I just think they're, they're much more complete than and, Liverpool. And they bring in Virgil Van Dijk, and he's at fault for the goal yesterday. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it, it just never ends for <laughs> yeah. Liverpool. It is bizarre. That's a great it's, way to put it. It's it, it. It just makes you want to, want to smack your head against the wall if you're a Liverpool fan. I mean, we'll get Luke Fiore on at some point in the at, next couple of weeks, see what he says about that. But I can't imagine he's feeling good. At some point, though, with with the set pieces, I mean, the the, the goal that Swansea scored was, should never have happened. No, in I agree. A million years. But at some point, with the set pieces with Liverpool, like we understand that Liverpool just don't have the talent at the back four, and they get a lot of they take a lot of flack for not transferring in players and finally transferring Van Dyke. And it doesn't make a difference. At some point you got to look at coaching on those set pieces. I yeah. was just like, going to say that they're, j- they just are disorganized. They don't know what to do and they've never known what to do. I mean, it's teams from Manchester city, Manchester city all the way down to Tot or Tottenham Swansea <laughs> <laughs> from top to bottom. Everybody knows that if you're going to beat Liverpool, you got to score on set pieces. Yeah. Because, because you can, Liverpool give up more set piece goals than just about anybody in the league, yep. and they give up, give them up in embarrassing fashion. I mean, when other teams score set piece goals, it's like the goal that Harry Kane scored against Southampton on Sunday. It's just a striker rising up over a center back and happens to beat him to the ball. But when Liverpool gives up a goal on a set piece, the ball's at every somebody's feet. No, no Liverpool defender knows what to do. It falls to Alfie Mawson of all people, and he <laughs> buries it. Like, what yeah. is happening? So just get in front of it, take him down, like do something. Any worries on Chelsea not making top four? No, but uh, if Liverpool or Tottenham do go on a run, I'd worry about them falling from third to fourth. You don't think they're going to um, fall out? Top I don't think four. they'd fall out of the top. I would four. agree I think, with I you. I think they're definitely of those four teams. I think they're definitely the best team. I would agree. They're they're, they're way too talented yeah. to fall out of the top four. And, and I think if they do end up falling out of the top four, I don't think Conte should have a job at that point. I yeah. would agree. If they fall out of top four, I think Conte should go. I'm just worried because. Abramovich has such a, a notoriously quick trigger finger. I mean, he's he fired Ancelotti after coming in second the year after winning the league. Conte looks like he's going to come in third a year after winning the league. And Ancelotti won the double in 2010, and Conte yep. didn't win the double. But I, I I really hope that doesn't happen. I love Antonio Conte. I think he's doing a fantastic job. I mean, literally, it's very it's very rare that you can point to a manager and say he won the league. Conte won the league last season with his 3-4-3. I mean, that was a tactical masterclass and literally 
won the league for Chelsea, and I feel like he, he, that cannot be overstated, and I think it would be really, really unfair if he did lose his job. Yeah, and I, I think my my reasoning for him, it would be a fireable fence, I think, if he wasn't in the top four I would this agree. year. Because I think he would go. A lot he, of, I, think he would I mean, go, person, personnel decisions defensively have been really interesting for them because, I mean, Cahill's been getting a lot of run in the back when he really shouldn't. Not as much Not recently, as much though. lately, but I think he was late to pull the trigger I on agree. him. I mean, David Luiz has struggled. He hasn't really gotten as much run no. lately, but I, I think he's kind of gotten past that part where he's realized Murata's got to start scoring. I and mean, he, he, he does. He can't be like Bambi on ice. I, I've noticed that's a very popular <laughs> saying overseas. He can't be Bambi. He can't be Bambi on ice anymore. He can't be flapping around the box, diving, fighting with referees because he can't score a goal. Like, just stop. Do your damn job. Just wait for Azpilicueta crosses. That's the only way he's going to score, and just score those. It'll be yeah. great. Yeah, you know that better than oh, anybody, yeah. Jackson. Yeah. <laughs> that no, winner no, no, in the in the Man United no. game. I mean, that, that was a brilliant goal. Oh, it was a brilliant goal. If we're going to talk about that. But, yeah, I just, I just think they're way too talented. Uh, up front, I think they're 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 better than they get credit for with because I think Hazard's a top three player in the Premier League. I would 100% by, agree with you. So by, who's, who's ahead of him then? I'd say Harry Kane is probably my number one I right would agree now. with that. And, and then, you, know, you know I don't. You know I don't yeah. like Spurs, but I, I mean, I, you got to respect Harry Kane. He's in some type of form right now, and I'd say De Bruyne is right behind him at two. I was going to ask you this question. I thought I was going to get laughed off the set. Hazard or Sanchez? Oh, I, I take Hazard. I'm very surprised. Hazard. I am very adamant in saying that Hazard is better than Sanchez. I think Sanchez is more consistent, but at his best... Hazard is better than Sanchez. I mean, just yes. look at the Player of the Year awards. Hazard's got one. Sanchez hasn't even really been considered for one in his four in his three years in the Premier League. Yeah, I, I I think it's something like that. I think at his peak, Hazard is definitely better than Sanchez. But I think Sanchez has been a little more consistent, and Sanchez is a little more versatile um, in terms of the things he does on the pitch and the places you can play him. But I do agree that at his peak, Hazard is yes. is better. I, I, also, I don't think I also any think part of the that. problem with Sanchez is that he was never taken seriously at Arsenal. Right. If we're being completely honest. Yes, I think yeah. that's because 100. Yeah. You go to Arsenal, you basically you go there to die essentially. <laughs> so it's it's kind of that that's been the standard. Spoken for like him. a Spurs fan. Wow, Jackson. Yeah, Oof. I didn't even I mean, have to pull that one I mean, out myself. Just Wenger <laughs> in. I I just yeah. I, I can totally understand the frustration of an Arsenal fan. Just look. I mean, look at the players they've sold over the years. I mean, Van Persie, Ashley Cole. Now Sanchez probably Ozil at some point. It's I just mean, po- it's just poor ownership. It go- yeah, is it, the problem. It, it goes on. It goes on and on. So, but overall, my top four: City, United, Chelsea, Tottenham. Okay, you're going Tottenham four. You're going Tottenham four. I am going Tottenham four, but with a caveat that it's only if Toby Alderweireld comes back relatively soon. Okay, because it's, Spurs have over the next few weeks just an absolute gauntlet of a schedule over like the next three or four weeks including the Champions League because it's something like their next uh, league match is Manchester United uh, next week then they have then they go to Anfield they come home for the North London Derby and it's then brutal. and then they go play and Juve and then they go at Juve <laughs> at Juve or at Wembley at Juve is oh, the first leg wow yeah so that's, those, a, that's so they that's have a, they have an FA Cup match this weekend against Newport, and then they have United, Liverpool, Arsenal, Juve. Wow! In four that is in that row. is so very that's get, tough. So if they can run that gauntlet and come out relatively unscathed, then I would say Tottenham. But if they drop points in two of those three matches, or even all three of those matches, then I would say Liverpool. I'm going to go Liverpool fourth, but it's going to be a real dogfight towards the end. In, in this league, defense is rewarded over offense. A, a good defense is more important than a good attack in the Premier League. Yeah, I've I, would seen say, recently. I would say, yeah, it's like 
it's it's almost like football offense wins games defense wins championships exactly and i think that the swansea thing is going to be a, it's a real microcosm of what is wrong with liverpool I, but i i just think they've got a two point cushion right now i am going to go with liverpool but it's it's not something yeah. that i'm heavily heavily confident in i'm See, not gonna, yeah. i'm not going to say not, that i'm not i'm not confident in picking spurs either okay yeah, it's going to be it's going to be it's, it's going to be fun it's going to be fun yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm glad we have a Between fight like three this teams. i'm glad we have a fight like this considering the top of the, the league the, is the top decided of the i'm glad yeah. we get yeah. something interesting towards the end of the season See, you mentioned like the defense being the gauntlet of the premier league i mean i i just i, I can't trust liverpool to defend enough That's to fair. finish in the top 4 and also they have they've goaltending problems too that people oh don't my god like yeah that talk that about goaltending I mean, problem needs to get fixed I mean, sooner rather than later that, that that's why i'll give the edge to tottenham yeah and the thing liverpool. is that for all the accolades that tottenham's back four gets and probably rightfully so you, people don't talk about him a lot but Lloris is incredibly consistent yep. and a great leader of that team and he's somebody that's great to have at the back for Spurs that Liverpool just don't have. That that is true. Liverpool don't have that. I I'm very very low on Lloris and you we've talked about this before. He, I don't I mean he literally yeah. lost Spurs two points in the Chelsea game. I mean there's no way he should have let that Marcus Alonso Mark, strike go in. Yeah. I mean he'll make mistakes like that. That, but he he d- he organizes that back four so well. Like that's for fair. all the credit that that back four gets, if you really pay attention to a Tottenham game, you'll if if they had the mics on in the back four, you'd hear all you'd hear is Larice yelling at the back four and getting them set up and in shape. That's and fair. He does so much for that team beyond just saving shots, and he's 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 not the best in the league. He's not even close to being the best in the in the league in terms of being a keeper. But he does. Where so does much he for Where does team. he rank? It goes De Gea, Courtois. Would you agree Courtois would yeah, be second? Yeah, yeah, okay. I, I don't I think, think there's another option. To yeah, play exactly. Really. But Ederson hasn't proven yeah. enough yet. I yeah. mean, I think he's solid, but he's yeah. a little raw at this point. The Liverpool keepers, they, yeah. they're like 12 or whatever. <laughs> yeah, they're, yeah, terrible. they're terrible. Lloris, I guess, could go third. I don't. He's, I don't he's, know. He's third or fourth, but I mean, he's he's. Czech nowhere, is just old at this point. He's, yeah. he's that, nowhere near the level of the top Arsenal. two, and he's no, not. He even got to. He's not great by any stretch, but he he just is such a rock for them. He'll make mistakes, but he. The the whole back four in general is a rock for Spurs that Liverpool just don't have. They can't, like Liverpool can't collapse back on their back four and rely on no. if if they're playing a team with a better attack. They can't rely on their back four to bail them out the way Spurs can. Quickly, is Aubameyang going to go to Arsenal? Yes or no? I it's hard to me to say yes with anything involving Arsenal lately. But <laughs> I, I, not I, I just I, I, I can't I don't see that happening this January, maybe in the summer at some point, but I, I just don't see it happening. I'm gonna go out on a limb. I'm gonna say yes. I think Aubameyang will be an Arsenal player by January thirtieth. I know that's a very weird I don't trust Arsenal either. That's why I'm not even considering them for top four. But honestly, I think this is just something like Arsenal do everything they do just makes you scratch your head. And this is something that nobody expects them to do. So you know what they're going to do? They're going to do it because that's just how Arsenal works. And getting Aubameyang would be huge for them. I don't think it would maybe it would get them at least a shot at top four. I don't think it would get them in top four. I wouldn't change my answer. I know you alluded to maybe you would change your answer if they did get Aubameyang. But I don't I wouldn't I wouldn't put them in top four, but that would be a real sweet pickup for them. Yeah, I'm going to go will Arsenal get Aubameyang? January no summer yes interesting yeah that that's that's more that's where yeah. I'm on because yeah. I just I almost think it's too late yeah at it's this yeah point, it's it's a, I mean it, I know there's they've got eight days eight left days, but yeah. I mean things like this take time and it's it's so out of nowhere and it's what Obama like what Obama Yang want to come to Arsenal like I like I don't know like I I think that Arsenal having interest 
of all the teams to have interest, that means it's it, it's less likely to get done. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you look like at if, the, if you, this were one of the other top five teams and uh, that was strongly linked to a top player like Obama Yang, I'd be like, oh, there's a very real possibility that gets done in the next eight days. Not not with. I mean, Arsenal. you just look at the Sanchez negotiations. That took literally all yeah. almost all of January. Yeah. Yeah. That took a lot of time, and everybody knew what the terms were. Like a week before it yep. was done that it was probably going to be Sanchez for Mkhitaryan straight swap and it took like still like another week unless that week was spent uh with the guys making the announcement video for Manchester United teaching <laughs> Alexis how to play piano that was a cool <laughs> oh, that was a cool by, announcement video by the way did you guys see what um this 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 Scotland side or some some side imitated the Manchester United thing like earlier today I'd have of to pull up what team it was but it was pretty funny. I'm Just a real quick, real quick thing here by the end on the front page of ESPN FC. Ronaldo fights to maintain his numbers fit number one status for almost fifteen years, and this is true. Ronaldo has been focused on being the best in the world. He has really, really struggled this year, and so has Real Madrid. Do you think him being the best player in the world is an attainable goal for next year? No, no. To be honest. His body seems to be breaking yeah. down really, really yeah, quickly. And the th- the thing he is, can't. He doesn't have the pace or the right. skill that he the, had. The, the the thing about, I mean, the Messi versus Ronaldo debate. I mean, Ronaldo was always so much more reliant than Messi was on just being a physically more gifted yep. athlete. Yeah. I mean, Messi now, creative in tight spaces. He would never. He was never going to out sprint someone the way Ronaldo was. But so I think, I mean, Messi's game is much better suited for aging than Ronaldo's is. And, yes. Uh, it, it was always going to be a rapid decline, I think, with Ronaldo. And you, I don't think we're starting to see, like, a sharp decline yet. I think he'll recover, but I don't think he'll ever recover to best in the world again. I, I, and that's a real shock, considering Ronaldo yeah. has been 1A or I thought, 1B with yeah, I thought, one, 1 or 1A with Messi. Oh, for I, I thought we years. had a few years. I don't yeah, even, me too. It, uh, it's not even close to 1B anymore. And I, yeah, I, I, I don't even, two, I don't right? even th- I, you could, you could, uh, you don't, you, you, you could, e- you could you even could argue, argue that Neymar. it's not too. You, you could argue Neymar at number two. I wouldn't best, put Neymar ahead of it's, Ronaldo it's right best now. I think we've got to see more out of Neymar for him to really take that spot. That's fair, but I think that's very more out of in the, in the Champions League because obviously he's incredible in in the league for uh, PSG. But yeah, it's, it's the French. Yeah, league. you're exactly. you're like I, I would like to see him up against some better sides because even even in the group stage for PSG he tore things up and yeah, he but tore they, up Iron. But yeah, he I I would like to see more consistency out of him. However, I, I mean Nay, Neymar being the number two guy next by the end. Of 2018, I think that's yeah, that's I not think crazy. That's, I that's don't not crazy. That's, think that's crazy. I would 100% agree with that. And it just happened so quickly. But follow, as we've seen with Peyton Manning, I mean, his decline was so similar. I mean, he just all of a sudden, out of nowhere, he just kind of became a completely it's, different. Yeah, player. it takes yeah. a long time, and then it just happens. Father Time is undefeated. I will say that. And Patriots <laughs> fans, remember that Father Time is undefeated. Tom Brady will will not be the player he is now you and was for undefeated? the past 20 years. You know who else is undefeated? Nick Foles. All right, Christian's going to be riding off this high for the next 12 days. Jackson's going to be riding off his high for the next couple weeks. I'm over here just living my life as a Chelsea fan. We're kind of just chilling this season. And we'll talk more about everything soccer next week. This is FUVFC.